Hello and welcome to the Gaming Blender, the show where myself, Matt and Scott try and put together a hypothetical game because neither of us are bright enough to do it ourselves. We both love games, however, we don't have the control over the industry we feel that we rightly deserve. So we're going to try and put some random elements together and see if we can come up with a clever game by mishmashing a load of different genres. Hello, Scott. Hello, Matthew. Hello. Ooh, full name. This is going to be a formal podcast. So what we're going to do to quickly talk through, and I'm going to talk everybody through it, we're going to go through, we're going to go pick a video game genre first. We're going to pick a genre. Randomise. Scott's going to give me a number. He doesn't know what the numbers correlate to, and I will tell him what genre he has picked. Then he's going to pick two mechanics, and we're going to crowbar them into the into the genre. Now, if that wasn't hard enough, once we've got our little game that we think could work, we're going to try and write a story about it <laughs> using some generic plots that I've got lined up. And if that still isn't enough, I've got some generic themes we can throw in at the end just to make it a little bit tougher. And at the end, hopefully, we'll have a completely hypothetical game that we can try and title and we'll call it a day. So are you ready, Scott? I am ready, Matthew. Let's go. Let's go. Right. So time for the genre. You have choice between 1 and 12. And just before you start, what would you want it to be? I know you play a lot of games, so what would you want it to be? What do you want to be designing here? I mean, the, the easiest thing to do is some sort of role-playing game like Dragon Age, or you know, the sort of the sort of Bioware type yes. games, because they're just they're just easy to to manipulate. If it's something like some sort of spreadsheet game, <laughs> I'm really going to struggle. We well, play um, Football Manager a lot. A spreadsheet game is, and I'm I'm, I'm not going to lie, we do have somewhere there is a sports simulation game somewhere in here. I can't remember no. where it is. <laughs> oh no! If it, unless it's any, unless it's football, I'll be absolutely useless. Okay, um, so one to twelve. We've got one to twelve. I am going to go for striker's position number nine. Nine. You are. That is a very lucky choice. You have got the most generically titled action adventure. So we're Excellent. Talking, we're action adventure, which covers pretty much everything known to man. I think. I think if you open a door, it's called action adventure. So Excellent. it is the most generic start you could have wished for. We're talking Uncharted, things like that. I can so do that. You can do that, yeah. I think, I think we've all played. I mean, what's your favourite action adventure, do you reckon? I'd probably go Uncharted, to I be know, honest. I know, I've got space. Although someone did break that game for me when they said, if you consider how like flippant Nathan Drake is and how many people he kills... <laughs> he, does... is, he, is, he is very... He, he is sort of Indiana Jones without a conscience. <laughs> uh, the... But to be fair, actually, I did watch Temple of Doom back the other day, and he does punch a waitress in the face for literally no reason at all. <laughs> oh God! Um, which I think in the in the eighties, for some reason, was acceptable. Is that fine? Uh, Is it fine? I, I don't know. I, I don't think it should be I, fine at any stage. I, I remember watching it back and going, Do you know, when I was a kid, I didn't think to, I didn't think anything about this, and now that I'm twenty nine years old, seeing a a, a middle aged man punch a woman in the face for no reason at all, I, I was yeah, hold I was on very there, Stephen. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm... Um, yes, Stephen, what are you, what are you saying here? Um, but yeah, so um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I would agree with your assessment there of, um, uh, of Nathan. <laughs> okay, um, well, it's still one of my favourites, but I feel like, well, I suppose, I suppose the other one is, but Last of Us would be up there for me. But I don't, I think that's more horror. Having played the second one more recently, yeah, I feel leans more towards the horror side. I mean, when 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 you're in the dark and you accidentally bump into a clicker, and it's just the it's literally the worst thing in the world. Bump is the uh, nicest. The bump is the nicest. Generally, it was the bloaters that just scared me. I was just like, nope, nope, saving, and we'll come back to this another time. I didn't play the first Last of Us for. I played the first level, 
and I was so intense and it was so like the, the prologue bit that I put it down and went and I'll come back to this later six yeah. months later I came back to it I thought I'm ready for this now I just remember not being able it took me several attempts to figure out how to kill the clickers without dying I remember running up to them I, and trying to cuddle them to death were you yeah because you, you <laughs> it, I, I, I distinctly remember it doesn't actually tell you like how to how to do it it just goes here you go solve this problem and you're like uh i seem to remember the very first one yeah they're just wandering around aren't they and they go someone goes those are clickers those are bad and you go really i'm just going to unload my gun into ah they're coming at me i do i do do love in that game how when you get really good you're able to you when when there's there's both um infected and enemy humans and you, oh, you, you figure out how to, how to how to sick them on each other. It's brilliant, and but it's, it's so, so unbelievably evil. Well, there um, are in, to, to segue beautifully to the game mechanics. We do have plenty of those game mechanics to pick from. You have twenty eight mechanics to pick from. Excellent. Sorry, was I going off topic? Uh, yes, twenty eight. Twenty eight um, to pick from. So we, pick two and. I, what would you like? Would you like me to tell you which one you picked, or you can pick both numbers and I'll tell you. Both at the I'll, same time. I'll, I'll, I'll pick both numbers and then tell me both at the same time. Okay. So I'm going to go number 10 and number 20. Ooh, this is tough. Oh, this no. is, this is, you've gone from like the most generic one to quite niche, but manageable. So you've got number 10 was base building. Okay, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. But number 20 is hardcore simulation. In other words, farming simulator, (laughs) train simulator, those sort of things. Literally the games I've never played, other than maybe (laughs) Microsoft Flight Simulator. Well, that's it. Oh, you know Flight Simulator. So, you've got that. How do you work that into a game? Obviously, we're doing this together, so I will help you, and I've got a couple of thoughts. But is there anything okay. that instinctively comes to mind for you? Okay. Um, so, okay. So, base building and action adventure does go together relatively well because you can you can combine elements where you go out and do some decent adventuring, but then you have a home base that you come back to yeah. that you can you can build through um, you know resources that you collect out on your adventures or or anything like that. I mean, there's there's loads of games you can point to that that have that sort of, even if it's quite a light element of that. Well, we've been doing, we've been so, playing a lot of Valheim together recently, which is although not yes. really action adventure, more survival. It is that thing if you go off, you go off to a um, to and find sort of trolls, and you come back and you hide in your little bit, as I did the other day. But I forgot that the troll was significantly bigger than our door and just battered it down. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct. That was quite a fun, funny thing to come back to. Yes, after, when you sort of come back and go away to get honey, I'm home. Oh, yeah, oh, to go away to get some firewood, and I come back, and you've somehow managed to incite a troll into battering down our front door. Um, no, I no, that was quite funny. But with Valheim, I would say yes, it is a survival game, but it's more of a survival light because it's not as like agreed. It's um, not aggressive. It doesn't. It's not like it's even not up there with Red Dead Redemption Two, where it says you've got to have a bath. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> the baths, the baths in Red Dead. I just used to ride through water. That was my extent, and I was just that—that that should do it. It's probably more I've common seen, to my um, own cleanliness. I've seen videos of YouTube of some bloke being killed in the bath. 
I, I, I don't even know how he managed to do that, but he actually managed to get killed. I'm assuming you mean within the game, not just a very great yeah, yeah, dark no, corner yeah, no, of YouTube yeah. you've ended up on. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, in the game. Oh my god, no, my I suggestions just, are bad. I, did, I didn't just find some sort of weird snuff film on YouTube of some <laughs> poor bloke um, in the bath. Um, but no, anyway, yeah, so, so, so but yeah, I, I, I think you could... But the, the, the and the simulator bit, I guess, if you were to make it a simulator game, you'd have to make it first person. Um, yeah. all, all 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 simulator games usually are in first person, and I think you would have to. Oh, this is a really tricky one. Do you How think do you also, shoot on that in? I don't. I don't think they have to be all first person. I just think when you say simulator game, you just have to have that extra level of detail. You just have to have the. Instead of, for example, flying, as you said, flight simulator, you just have to f have a few more nozzles to turn and have to have the um, specifics about fuel and stuff like that. I don't think you necessarily have to be first person. It just gives you the the it just gives you the ability to control your surroundings slightly easier. So here's the thing: Am I fluid with the platform that this can be on? Oh yeah, 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 completely fluid. I, okay. I was going to say at the end we were going to decide what it was going to get released on. But. Because I think, because I think the way this would work is you make it a VR game. Ooh. So you have a. So okay, right. So let's say something like Oculus Quest Two, whatever. You have, um, you have the action adventure portion, where um, you know you go out. Either you, depending on the time period or genre you're either fighting monsters or shooting people whatever whatever it's your, it is, it's your time period and genre feel free to start defining that as you go now interesting i'll come back to that i'll come back to that <laughs> you could base and that bit around the story if you wanted that's very true so you, so you go out and you go out and you do you do your quest or whatever it is um and then you come back and you yourself are building the base it's not a case of you um like in say um uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, where you you click. Um, oh yeah, I want to put up. Um, I want to put up these banners, or I want to put this on the wall, or whatever. Yeah. And you click a button, and it goes on the wall. You have to actually physically you know, put them up. I've seen a few physically games like that. Put them I up mean, or... There was one VR game I saw come out, which was and, and train train station restoration. So, hear me out. Hear me, hear me out. <laughs> that actually sounds like a really fun game. For... I know. So it was given a transition. I'm not even so, sure why. What you could do is, how about if your base was a, um, well, oh no, actually no, your base was something where you stored and you were just restoring it and rebuilding it rather than completely building it from scratch. So if it was an action adventure, you'd be in the jungle and you'd find like an old-fashioned, um, just a ruined citadel, and you were slowly putting yeah. it back together and restoring it. Yeah. Yeah, I th yeah, I think I think it, it works when it's. Um, I think it would work with a sort of a, like construction, as it were. So like for something that's quite tactile that could be quite tactile in in VR. So, so where do you uh, get the action adventure part of it then? So perhaps <laughs> there is a. So perhaps there is a storyline behind the building that you find, in that it has some sort of dark past and <laughs> while you're rebuilding in, you it, mean as in no power that's a terrible joke you can ignore that <laughs> <laughs> you need to warn me when you're going to do terrible jokes so that i can do my fake laugh <laughs> <laughs> i'll just have a klaxon i sound like just put a, I'll put a sound effect in when i go to the editing suite so just go so <laughs> how about that <laughs> so, so so it could be it could be that you 
Um, so, say, okay, say for example, um, terrible film, but Alien vs. Predator. Okay, I have not seen it, but I am aware of it. I am. So, uh, so, to be honest, so, I've got so, the concept from the title. So in Alien vs. Predator, they they go to I think it's Antarctica. Oh, they find the temple thing, didn't they? Underground. They find they find the temple underground, and then only through the plot do they find out that the temple is built by either humans or predators. I can't remember which one, and it's so the predators can basically hunt aliens on this pyramid, basically, um, which is a very strange storyline, but. I'm not saying that, but, you want but to something, take it. <laughs> something like that, something that has like this, um, this sort of dark background to it. And while you're rebuilding it, you, you there, there are sort of um, bits that you, things that you find, or clues that you find that um, that lead you into sort of secret parts of this, of this. Maybe it's got like a massive underground section. Oh wow! So um, you're actually, so no, sorry. I thought that what you were going to do is then leave your base to find morphs, but you're actually going deeper into the base to find yes and restore it. So, I, so, cool. so I think 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 like um, sort of maybe like almost like a Dracula's castle type thing. You know, this massive structure that would take you absolutely, you know, months and months to actually uh, in real time to actually. Um, you know, explore all of it. The poor sods um, that are going to design this in VR. Jesus, what have you done? I mean, you know, if they're not picking it up, then they're idiots. Quite <laughs> frankly, I'm sure um, they're listening. <laughs> Hello, game designers. We would like to yes. copyright. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I think that's and then and then yeah, and then like I said, you you can have elements like within the base building bits where you know there's all these sorts of tools that you can use. Um, with, with with sort of all tutorials behind them, so it explains to you how to how to actually um, how to actually use them, not just mechanically within the game, yeah. but also when you're rebuilding something, what order they need to come in. So, for example, um, if you're rebuilding a wall, um, teaching you how to do all that. So then there's also some sort of weird educational part of it as well. So where's <laughs> um, educational? This is not my first building. So, but but what's actually <laughs> What's actually? What are you restoring it for? Like, why would you? And I, I don't mean storyline-wise. Oh, okay. is, is there something threatening you? Is there something attacking you? You're trying to build walls because you're getting assaulted from the outside. What do you think? That's interesting. That's a good point. Uh, otherwise, you're I just would... rebuilding. You're just built a building center. There's no action, or there's no action part to the adventure. I mean, you could go down the whole line of, um, you know, the usual trope that's used in various cartoons to lure families into some sort of haunted mansion. It's bequeathed to you by a distant relative. <laughs> You're going down the... <laughs> You're going down the... I know. <laughs> Sorry, it's just making me laugh. You have been left a temple in the jungle by your aunt Susan. <laughs> oh, Susan? Yeah, you mean, you mean Mad Cat Sue? Yes, Susan. She's left you this temple in the jungle and she... <laughs> but don't stay <laughs> well, the not... night. <laughs> let's not get too drawn into the Alien vs. Predator ter- temple pyramid thing. <laughs> But I do. But but yes. So potentially, you could go down that route of say, of saying you you know it, it's quite cliche. Um, but you you essentially have time. monsters or something attacking you from within the temple, which you need to. Yes. So you you as you progress through the thing, you need to make sure. I'm assuming you need to build big doors or something to keep these monsters out, stop them wrecking your brand new kitchen or brand new dining room. I think so. And I think in. I think the way you avoid that cliche is actually rather than do that you it's not just you so you have there's okay. a obviously obviously you play you 
and you only you play, play you. as you. It sounds like a but, motivation. But, you play you, and I play me. But, but, <laughs> but you say you could do it as a... Um, you could be a band of refugees that are fleeing somewhere, and okay. you, you stumble across this place, and you decide, hey, this is quite secluded. We can be safe here. Let's rebuild it. Um but you're not, like so that. are things attacking you? This is what I'm trying then, to get to the base of. I'm trying to, before we then get story-wise, what's killing you? So, so it could be, that, and, and, and I think the actually finding out what it is that's attacking you, you only find out sort of, let's say, in more sort of Act 2, as it were, whereas <laughs> act, act 1 is... Act one, act one is more, you know, I'm, I'm a visionary. Uh, well, act I have one a very important is, question then. Will there be ice cream at the interval? I mean, you know, if if said player wants to put <laughs> down their headset at the end of Act One and go and have some ice cream and then come back, that's that's up to them. I I think actually putting across the screen Act One, Act Two, Act Three is 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 an excellent way of doing it. Um, a, you know, it splits the game up into very manageable claxon, chunks. Claxon, it would be a good <laughs> act. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Thank you. <laughs> um, and I think. So I, th I think that would work. So I think what you do is you um, say in Act One, it's m it's mostly about um, you know discovering clues. Yeah. Maybe the m maybe you're not fighting too much, but it's more sort of um, there might be um, there might be bandits in it, or there might be sort of like um, not m necessarily monsters. But sort of wild animals or something in there that you have to get rid of, um, and then as you and your refugees are sort of starting to rebuild, maybe people start going missing. Um, maybe people, and, and before that, people start seeing stuff in the dark or Ooh. things scurrying away in the shadows. And see, stuff. I like the idea and of then... things attacking you and you not having weapons in this game, and the action bit being you use the tools that you are using to rebuild. Um, rebuild your um rebuild the house or re rebuild the thing whatever to defend yourself so i love the idea of oh god we've got monsters attacking all i've got is a spanner keep them away <laughs> and it just the oh, yeah. i like the idea of the weapons being really limited so all of a sudden you're building something and you're like it's good news that i'm putting this wall up with this chisel and then someone attacks you and you go well all i've got is this chisel better chisel away at this demon of the night <laughs> and you would end up with this very visceral combat because I mean, you'd have to you'd have to use very sophisticated. If, if we're keeping this in a VR genre, you have to make it very sophisticated VR technology to be able to make the game tactile enough that you can get up close and chisel someone to death. Uh, <laughs> well, no, there, was a, there was a zombie game actually. I can't remember the name of it, but it had proper tactile combat. So it has been done. Like it was, was it was it the Walking Dead one? I think it might have been where they were hitting. Because I've and how hard I, you hit I've, it I've got that it's excellent oh yeah so that sort it, of it's... combat we're talking but with like everyday tools like thank god he came during carving season while I was cutting up the turkey because I have knives now <laughs> so maybe, maybe you make it like a um okay okay right here's, here's an idea okay so we'll get to the last idea less... and we're gonna get on to story because okay to make it less monstrous Okay, actually, no, no. Okay, if we go on story next, then I'll, I'll save it for story. Let's save it for I'm story. I'm ready for okay. story. It's ready for story. So what we've got so far is we've got base building game that has that potentially in VR that is going to it's going to be a kind of massive let's say castle for the sake of argument that you're going to be slowly rebuilding in the simulation format, but the action adventure is going to be as you discover more of the castle, dark secrets get revealed in theory. Mm. So yes, narrative. Can you pick your generic plot between one to nineteen? 
this is where this is where it's all going to yeah, go. This a bit, is where everything we've a bit wonky. Just falls down. What are the numbers? Uh, one to nineteen. Mm, I'm going to go number three. Oh, pursuit. That's a good one. It's a good. That's an interesting one. Something's just occurred to me, and we've got narrative themes, which I, I'm only going to throw in if we're really struggling, because they kind of they they cross over quite a lot. But I have a really cool idea for pursuit. So, you are building various rebuilding various rooms in your castle. And as you're rebuilding it, you it's sort of like by having a good castle, you are able to like get resources, whatever it is, keep your keep your survivors warm. But someone else is moving through the castle after you, so you have to keep right. upping sticks and moving to a new room and making sure that new room's ready, and then up sticks, move again, up sticks, because something's always just behind you, and that way right, for, okay. it forces you to keep going deeper and deeper into the castle. Okay, that yeah no I I okay right. Okay, how about this? Okay, so <laughs> that that's that's essentially the code word for I don't like your idea. Here's no, mine. no, 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 no. <laughs> Feed, feeding off of that idea. Yeah. So, the, <laughs> so oh, I would never dismiss your idea so 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 readily. Oh no, you would. Um, so, uh, well, yes. So, <laughs> so how about so feeding off of that? Um, you could rather than rather than make it monstrous. You tap into the zombie genre. Okay. Okay. And there is a um, a large. I'm not going to say the word horde because that's that's overused in the zombie context. But well, let's, let's call it a social gathering. Yes, there is a, <laughs> there is a large uh, wedding reception. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there is a large zombie wedding reception that is uh that it, it's a moving wedding reception um that is that is slowly meandering around the castle on some sort of pub crawl well you know we could actually uh, write this into the plot as in there was a wedding reception in the castle because it was a posh castle they decided to rent out little did they know zombies were there and the entire wedding reception's actually been infected and they're chasing the oh it's it's all it's all coming together and they're chasing the um people like the caterers <laughs> and everybody okay. who's involved organizing the weddings on the run Okay, now that, that you, yes, or 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 feeding off of that, you say that actually that, that that eventually everyone everyone as part of that wedding party succumbed to the enormous zombie wedding reception, and uh, they're now just this one big conglomerous horde that slowly moves around the castle from room to room. Uh, the castle has to be massive. This is terrifying. I feel like we've gone more. <laughs> Horror, but I I like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. I'm I'm imagining chiseling a zombie groomsman to death. Uh, <laughs> it, it it sounds absolutely horrifying. Some poor bloke in this in this tuxedo or in a kilt. Well, you know or you know sometimes in zombie lore they sort of do the zombies are doing what they did last their last thing in life. Like they they end up repeating themselves. I have this image of chiseling towards. Um, to chiseling a bride or a groom to death, and they're going, "I do." Yeah. <laughs> so maybe, maybe, them. Maybe, maybe, so maybe the ah, okay. So, so maybe they're maybe they're moving around the castle in the parts of of where the wedding was. Yeah. So, so they so they they relive that cycle of their last day. Ooh, okay. Oh, um, I see. So, like, the bride will always walk down the aisle at the same time and. Maybe the bride and groom are the worst, like super zombies. 
So you always have to avoid yeah. them. So by knowing, like, you know, you, you attended the wedding in the story. So you see a sort of cutscene at the start and you'd go like 11.59 a.m. This is when the this is when the bride walked down the aisle. So you know exactly at that stage that the bride is always going to walk down the aisle. So you can always yeah, try and, and avoid only, them. And the only time that they... The only time that they deviate from their routine is when they encounter one of your lot. Yes, and they, ch- and they chase them for a bit. And they chase you. And, the, and then obviously if they chase you, you've got to not lead them to your updated areas of the castle that you've just built up in order to keep safe. But why, why let's, let's go back to the story. Why are, this, why are this wedding party in this dilapidated castle and why are we doing it up? So I'm going to say that I think refugees encounter castle... We're gonna yep. say we're gonna say that. Oh, well, we're gonna uh, say the wedding happened ages ago. So we. Yes. So we'll right. say, we'll say the, these these and and I think the only way you can plausibly say okay why because the the common theme of Walking Dead of why are the zombies still alive the, the common question is always how have they not rotted yet, um, which is a fair question. And I, I think don't... the way you, you you have to get around that by willing by suspension saying, of disbelief in my opinion it's zombie it's a zombie yeah, no. game. That's right. Yeah, that's very true. But you could do a um, castles owned by or was owned by one of the people who attended the wedding. Who you know, you could say um, mad scientist or yeah, that's just uh, yeah, generic. I think the main focus is on these refugees who find this dilapidated castle, and they start updating it. Lo and behold, they start finding zombies, which means they have to keep updating. And as the zombies, as you develop through the story, working out what's going on. You have to move around rooms because the zombies start changing their routine. So some of the rooms you had already updated are no longer safe. Yes, and I think the, I think to add to you could have an element where, um, to add to the the sort of the the horror part of it or the or the um the sad part of it as it were because obviously it's a zombie game is when you lose people they don't get eaten they become zombies as oh well. god so your your fellow refugees or fellow people you've been interacting with in the story start doing things and then yes. you can have them like i sent derek to up do that do up that wall derek will always be doing up that wall in that room yes yeah and, oh. and things so, so like being ha- bitten on the shin by a guy called keith because you told him to put up the upholstery like, no yes. <laughs> i knew i recognized the curtains <laughs> so I, yeah, I think I think that could work. Um, but then you have the, but then how do you? What's the, the question is then how do you get to the point where you, the zombies are gone and you've done up the castle and you win? Right. So plot is father of the bride. Father of the bride wanted knew the bride and um, bride and groom wanted to um, live forever and he wanted to make it like his wedding gift to them as a mad scientist slash a magician whatever we want to say was to make yeah. them live forever and so he cast a spell it went wrong and instead of making them live forever made them live forever dead in the other words zombies yes. and slowly as you fight through you eventually find him who is the most sort of sane zombie and you finally end up doing up all the rooms and you get to him and you have this sort of sad realisation with him and and by he asks you to just end it and you and you kill him with the with the very pin that Keith was using to put down the holstery. <laughs> but when you, but then when you kill him, the the castle um, destroys. And what we could do is we could also have the a, spell is broken. The spell is broken. The zombies go down, and you're safe. And you can, and then the idea is you lived in the castle forever, and we're able to do it up completely properly. And then right at the end, the zombie father of the one of the zombies' eyes opens, and then we go sequel. We're making so much money. 
<laughs> is this where we sell our second idea? This is where the second podcast is just the sequel to this. <laughs> <laughs> Episode two, exactly the same. So I think I think we've nailed that. And as we've been going on for 28 minutes, I think it's now time to title this. I think it needs a title. We've decided already we're kind of going to try and release this PC VR, PlayStation VR. So it's kind of PC and consoles, I reckon. Um, mm. with Red- I reckon you could probably do this as a VR cross, as in VR and normal game, because who doesn't want to play this? So let's go over quickly what we got and then we'll name it. So we got base building, sim- building simulation game, as in, so you do up the do up rooms as you put wood while zombies are wandering around pursuing you, trying to catch you out, and you're slowly moving through this dilapidated castle to eventually kill old daddy figure. So what do we call this game? This piece of genius. Piece of genius. It is. Our, uh, it's a piece. Our, our Rembrandt-esque painting that we've managed to paint. <laughs> or, or, so, yeah, or more sort of our Salvador Darling, Salvador Dali Everything's Melting uh, painting. Uh, mm. I'm trying to, you've got, we've got to combine, we've got to give away, what, what, is, what is it about? So I feel like the wedding part needs to be part of the title, but we also need some sort of construction. What about nightmare the construction gift? Oh, I like it. The last gift. Because it is all about the gift that the, the gift father the father gave bride giving a gift to his 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 uh, daughter and I'm assuming it's his daughter not his son. His daughter. Uh, yeah, father Yeah, I feel like I, feel, I don't know why uh, I feel like that works slightly better because I I don't know why it seems like more emotional connection to me there but we'll see. I think I think I I think that works unless you want to go a bit more no, I like, I like the last gift. I like it. And I, I genuinely think, although we've taken the mick, that this could be quite a intense game and quite yeah. emotional. Although we've taken the mick a bit and we've got we, the wedding party thing was taken literally at the end, which is just magical the way that's turned out. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the last gift coming to consoles and PC near you at some time in the future, I think that in, is... In the indeterminate future. Uh, yeah. And Klaxon, Klaxon, Scott. Let's hope it's not a shambles, you know, because zombies shambles, zombies shambles. And on that, (laughs) (laughs) and on that, I think it's best to leave it. Well, thank you so much for listening. We'll be putting out new versions of this podcast. Well, probably, probably weekly, but there will be a couple up there at the moment to listen to. So please go ahead and listen to episode two. But uh, for the moment, I've been Matt. I've been Scott. And thanks very much. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye bye.